Pick the Eliezer. Perk Lamed Aleph. We're holding in the middle of the perk. Talking about the last of the ten tests of Ramavinu, the test of Akedas Yitzchok. So we're holding Mamish in the middle of the story. We're up to the words, Omar Yitzchok, the Avram Aviv. Yitzchok said to his father Avram, Avi, my father Kashreni, tie me up, Ukshar Shte Yodai, and tie my two hands, Ushte Raglai, and my two feet, Bishru Pshiusa, because of a Pshia, from a a pshia, the term pshia, when we talk about, like, let's say, nevera, chatasi, avisi, pashati, so the term pshia is an avera that a person does on purpose. So Yitzhak is telling Avram, tie my hands and my feet down so that I won't do an avera on purpose. That's what it seems to be saying. And it will come out that I'm going to defile the honor of my father. So what does that mean? So Pashtas, what that means is that Yitzhak was telling his father, you know, tie me down so that I won't have some sort of um, natural reflex and end up like, you know, hitting you and, and injuring you or something like that. If you're coming at me with a knife, I might like do something to you. So tie me down so that I won't come to, to, to doing such a thing. So says the Radal, why is that called a pshia? Really, you know, that would be considered an oinus if it's a, if it's a natural reflex. So it's called the Aynas. He couldn't control himself. He's not Dafka trying to do something against his father. So one idea the Radal says is that Khanami. We could say that Yitzchok was being was being hard on himself, even though it would technically be considered what, what we say in Aynas, it's a complete accident in Halacha. But Yitzchok would, would look at himself as if he did it on purpose to, to show how serious he is about these things. So he said, like, you know, make I, I don't wanna I don't wanna be brought into such a situation. That's one pshat the Radal says. The other pshat the Radal changes the girsa instead of pshiusa, he changes it to bishvil pshitusa because of pshitus. Pshitus means like stretching out. And he's saying that I won't, so I won't end up like stretching out my limbs or something and end up hitting you or hurting you or something like that. Over here, the Medr said that the Yisuk was worried that he might injure his father and then be mechalal the covenant of his father. Other, in other places, the psikta, the way it brings it is that Yitzhak was worried that if he you know, suddenly moves or something, he might actually injure himself and then pass himself from a carbon and then mess up the whole, the, this whole this whole carbon over here. So that's why he told his father to tie him down. And then Targum Yenusen, he says, brings down both of these pshatim, both that he didn't want to hurt himself or, or he didn't want to hurt his father. And then the Red Dog brings another interesting pshat. Which you have to know what it means exactly, but um, the, he brings from the Yalkut Machiri that it says that Yitzchok was saying you should tie me down because I don't want to end up cursing you. Right? He didn't want to end up cursing his father, so he wanted to be tied down. Now, the question is like, as the Radal points out, like, how does tying his hands and legs help him not end up cursing his father? You have to tie his feet. You, know, you have to like gag him or something. You know, tying down his hands and legs is not really going to help the situation. So. Ah, the Marzu has a, brings from the Yalkut that the gears over here is instead of uh, just stand the gears that I won't kick you something like that that's what Yitzchak was worried about by, by the kid over here Avram Avinu tied Yitzchak's two hands and his two feet and 
and he bound him on bottom of the mizbeach, on top of the mizbeach that he built. And he set up the fire and the wood, and he set up Yitzchok on top of the fire and the wood. Now, as the Radal points out, um, if you look at the Psukim by Akedas Yitzchok, it doesn't say anywhere that Avraham Avinu set up a fire. It just says, the Lashon of the Pasuk. It says earlier in, 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 in the story that he brought a fire with him, but it didn't say that he set up a fire. It says, He took it with him, and they were, you know, they were on their merry way. Right? And then it says, when they got there, so it says, He set up the wood. And he tied Yitzhak, he, he bound Yitzhak his son, and he put him on top of the Mizbeach, on top of the wood. Where do we say anything about a fire in the Pesukim? It doesn't say anything about a fire. So, here Pekin the Beliezer is saying a Chiddush, that by a kid is Yitzhak, there was a fire. The Pesukim doesn't say it. Here Pekin the Beliezer is saying a Chiddush, that there was a fire. The Radal wants to say that the Pirke the Blazer is making this assumption based on a partial understanding of how Karbanas are supposed to be brought. And it says in the Pasuk, at least multiple times it says this in Parshas Vaika, it says, you put it al you put the Karban al asher al asher al You put it on the wood that's on the fire that's on the Mizbeach. So if we, even though the Pasuk just says that there was wood, we can assume that the wood was on a fire that was on the Mizbech, because that's the normal way of doing things. You put the wood on the Eish, on the, on the Mizbech. That's what the Redal wants to say. They bring down a uh, Sefer, Pnini, Pnini Rabbeinu Hagriz, a Sefer of different stories about the Briskarov, on page 24 in the Sefer, Pnini Rabbeinu Hagriz, that says that they once asked the Briskarov, was there a fire on the Mizbeach by Yitzchok? So the Briskorov answered, yes. How do we know that? Because it's Mufurish in the Piyut that we say in Hishanis on Hishan Rabbah. In the last one of the Hakafis in Hishan Rabbah, so it says, you say, Hishan Laman, Eisan and Nizrak, Balahav Eish Hishana. Right? Hashem should save us in the Zchus of Eisan, Avram Avinu, who was thrown into the fiery furnace, Hishana. Right? And then the second one says, Hashem Laman Bein Hanakan Al Eitzim Ba'ish. Hashem save us in the schus of the sun who is tied up upon wood and fire. So, so in the Hishanas we say that Yitzchak was tied up upon wood and fire. So you say there was a fire by Kedis Yitzchak. That's the Briskarov's Raya that there was a fire by Kedis Yitzchak. And here we have a Mufur Shepikid that says it. Fine. Vinasan Ragloi Alav. Avraham Avinu put his foot upon Yitzchak. Just like a person, when he slaughters an animal, he puts his foot like on top of it to hold it down so that it won't kick him while he's slaughtering it. So too, Avraham Avinu put his foot upon Yitzchak so that Avram, so Yitzchak won't like kick him while he's slaughtering him. So as the points out, you, know, you have to say, Avraham Avinu did two things. He tied him and he also put his foot down to like hold him down. And I don't understand how to read this line, but it says, And he strengthened his arm and his two knees upon him, 
I'm not sure what that means. I think maybe it means that he overpowered his arm and his, his two knees. I don't know exactly how to, how to read that part. Right. es Avram Avinu sent forth his hand, and he took the machalis, the knife. Shinamar says in the Pasuk, Avram Avinu sent forth his hand, and he took the knife, to slaughter his son. And like a Kayin Gadol, this is the way Zayis Radan explains it, like a Kayin Gadol, he got ready his Korban Mincha and his Disachim. Because we know there's a Lacha in Menachah Staf Tzadik. Gemara says that there's no such thing as a Korban Oila without Nisachim and Mincha. Every time you bring a Korban Oila, meaning a, a, an animal or a bird that's being completely burnt on the Mizbeach, so there's a lacha that you also have to accompany it with a carbon mincha, a meal offering, and the sachim, which is like wine and oil or whatever, these type of things. So Avraham Avinu got that ready so that once he finishes with being makriv, kabiyachal yitzchak, so that he's going to get his mincha and his nesachim ready to, to also put on the mezbeach. Was sitting and he saw the father who tied down his son and the son who was tied down with his, with his whole heart. Meaning that both Avram and Yitzchak were willing participants in, in what's going to happen over here. About Akedis Yitzchak. Avram was doing it and Yitzchak was doing it and everyone was doing it and as Avram Avinu was taking his hand to, to get the knife, that's a shtigl shirt because we said he already took a knife, but the ministering angels were crying out, calling out and crying. Shinemah says in the Pesach, the, the Malachi Shalom, the angels of peace, Mary of Koyun, they were they were crying a bitter. Uh, they were crying bitterly. So the angels are crying as a, as Avraham Avinu is about to go shecht Yitzchak. And the Radal explains that first of all, the Malachi Yisraelis are missing out on two points of what's happening over here. First of all, the Malachi Yisraelis don't know that Hashem wasn't planning that Yitzchak should actually be shechted. So they think that this is really going to happen. So that's why they're crying. Second of all, they don't ha- they don't realize. That Avram and Yitzhak are doing a Belay Shalim. They think that Avram and Yitzhak are going through this major pain and suffering, so they're also feeling for Avram and Yitzhak, and that's why they're crying and they're going to try to stop it. But that, that, then the Radal says, Ayin Biro Hagra Urchaim Saif Simon Kuf Aleph, which the Biro Gra has an interesting discussion about whether angels could read people's thoughts. The Stechemet also has a richness about this. Do, could angels, do angels know what people are thinking? Because we hear his pshat is that the angels didn't realize that Avram and Yitzchak were doing a belief shalim. So, so that's why they were crying. But is that true that they can't understand what people are thinking or, or is, it, is it not true? So that's a whole richness uh, in the, in the, the Grah and the Stechemet. Other people talk about this as well. Fine. Before we go to the continuation of the story, I have this lengthy discussion over here to talk about what we said. We just said over here that when it says that Avram took the knife to 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 son, it says like a kain gadol, he got he prepared the korban mincha and then the sachem to bring after the Allah. 
So the question that the Mepharshim are bothered by is, why does it say that Avraham Avinu was like a Kayin Gadol? What's the significance of saying he was like a Kayin Gadol? Yeah, you guys hear the question? Why is it, in what way is Avraham Avinu like a Kayin Gadol? We've said before the idea, I think it was in Perkhes, we spoke about the idea that Avraham Avinu had the din of a Kayin. And I think I said there that I have a whole discussion about it, that Avraham Avinu was the din of a Kayin Gadol. But what's the significance of saying Avraham Avinu was like a Kayin Gadol? So the Zayis Ranan talks about this. The Zayis Ranan on the Yalkut Shemoyni over here on, about, by this Medrash. So the Zayis Ranan says like this. He asks a Kasha. A Pashit, a Halachic Kasha. The, the Halacha is that an Oinon is not allowed to be Makriva Korban. If a Kayin Loyaleno has a relative, a close relative who died, so he has a lachic status of an oinan. An oinan is somebody who, it's a type of mourning where a person is potter from mitzvahs daraisa. That's a halacha of oinan. So the halacha is that a kayin who's an oinan is not allowed to bring karbanas. So he's, 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 it's also for him to bring karbanas. The din of oinan. So the question is, the Zayis Ranan asks, how could it be that Hashem is telling Avraham Avinu to bring Yitzchak as a korban, but the second that you sh- that he's going to shecht Yitzchak, then Yitzchak is going to be dead, and then Avraham Avinu is going to be an oinon, and then he won't be able to be makrav the korban because he's, he can't do avoda because the oinon is pasul avoda. So the answer is that. Avraham Avinu had a din of a Kayin Gadol. That's the Zayis Ranan said. That's the significance of saying that Avraham Avinu had a din of a Kayin Gadol. Because the Allah is that a Kayin, even though a regular Kayin, if he's Ainan, he can't bring a Karban. But a Kayin Gadol, when he's Ainan, he still brings the Karban. We learned that out from Sukkim and Parsha Shmini, that after the death of Nadav and Avihu, so they were still supposed to eat the carbon, even though they were they were the Aaron and his and his two son two remaining sons were called Ainanim, but they were still supposed to eat the carbon because because an Ainan is allowed to do a Vaida when he's a Kain God was Ainan is allowed to do a Vaida even though he's an Ainan. That's the the, the, the word of the Zayisranam. So what's the significance of that Abraham Avinu was a Kayin Gadol? Says the Zayisranam, the significance is to tell you that even though after he shechts Yitzchak, he's going to be an Oinan, he'll still be able to be makr of him because he's a Kayin Gadol. Yeah? There's a similar word. There's a similar word that's brought down in the name of the Rebbe of Heschel. And I have this safer over here called Mishnah's Rebbe Eliezer, from Rebbe Eliezer Trillinger, who was a Talmud of the Rebbe of Heschel. So it's also brought down the Chanukah Sotera, the, the Sefer of Rabbi Heschel, but this is like the source of it. This goes back to a Pasuk that we spoke about last week. It says in the Pasuk, Vayayimer Yitzchak el Avraham Aviv, Vayayimer Avi. Yitzchak said to his father Avram, and he said to him, Avi, my father. Next Pasuk. Vayayimer Yitzchak Avram. What's the next Pasuk says? What's the Lashon exactly? And he said, Here, I'm here. He said, and Yitzchak said to him, Here, behold, are the, is the fire and the wood. Where is the se for the oil? So the question is like this. First, Yitzchak says to his father, My father. 
And then he says to him, here's the wood and the fire, where's the staff for the Ayla? Right? What was the first Pasuk? The first Pasuk is completely superfluous. He's, he's like said to his father Avram, my father. It doesn't say, you didn't tell us anything, you just said, my father. And then it says, What's the shaykh between the two? Says the Rebbe of Heschel that it has to be that when, Avram, when Yitzchak said Avi, that was part of his question. When he said Avi, that was part of his question of where, where is the said that's gonna, that's gonna, that you're going to bring as the Ayla. Meaning, he says like this Avi means my father. Yitzchak was saying to his father, Avi, you're my father. So if you shecht me, so then you're going to be an Oynan and you won't be able to be makir of me. So it can't be that I'm the carbon, and I know that you're making a carbon because hine ha'eshva eitzim. You have a fire and you have wood. I know you're bringing a carbon. So ayeh ha'sela Where is the set? Where is the lamb that you're going to sacrifice as the oila? It can't be me because you're my father. So where is it? That's what the Rebbe of Heschel says. So that, that's sort of the, the kasha of the Zayis Ranan, right? The Zayis Ranan asked how could it be that he, he would be able to be macro him after he slaughtered him, he'd be an oinan. Now Zayis Ranan answers to that, so he could be macro when he's an oinan. But this is the way the Rabbi Peshel sets it up, that, that Yisuk was asking this about Avram Avinu, and he's saying, where is the set? And then the, basically the way he explains Avram Avinu's answer, the Rabbi Peshel, the answer is Echadami, Gzer there's a special Nevoah, Hashem said, I have to be macro view. So even though usually when you shecht your son, you know, when a, person, when a person's child is killed, so then he becomes an Oinan and he can't be macro all the Karbanas. But here is a special exception, Hashem said to do it, so I'm allowed to do it. That's what the Rebbe of Heschel says. So according to the Rebbe of Heschel, there's no. There, there's no reason that we have to say that Avraham Avinu had a din of a Kain Gadol. We can answer the Zayis Ranan's kasha by saying that Avraham Avinu, not that he was a Kain Gadol, but there was a Gzeris that he's allowed to be Makiv even though he's an Oinan. That's one Nukuda. The other Nukuda is like this. The Radal has a few, a few, a few questions that he asks on the Zayis Ranan. He says, first of all, the Halacha is that the Gemara in Zvach and Daftazayin says that an Oinan by a Bama is Mutter. We have said a halacha before that when a person's close relative dies, he's not allowed to officiate in the Avodah Samikdash. So the Gemara in Zvachim has, a, or at least has a tzad to say that by a Bama, by a private altar, a person, the person is allowed to officiate. You are allowed to be Makiv Karbanas on a Bama. It's only did in the base of Mikdash that you're not allowed to be. So the Radal says, so if that's true, so you have another answer. You could say that Avraham Avinu was able to be Makavim after he shechted him because it wasn't the base of Mikdash, it was a, it was a Bama. That's one kasha the Radal asks. I don't think it's such a kasha because you could argue that since we're talking about over here on Harab Meriah, which is the Makam of the base of Mikdash, so then, then you could say that it not, doesn't have a halachic status of a Bama. But the Radal seems to understand that it does have a halachic status of a Bama. The Radal says another point. It says there's a halacha in Misaka Sanhedrin on Dachman Vavam days. The Gemara says that Ain Kravin Misablim Alehem Shinerogin Bidintera. A person 
Let's say a person does a horrible aver that he's chayv misa for. Yeah, he was mechal Shabbos with Adam and Hasra. Right, he was mechal Shabbos with Adam and Hasra, and so he's put to death by Bezin. Yeah, so the guy is put to death by Bezin. Now, do his relatives have to sit shiva because because they're because you know let's say their relative was killed or died? Do they have to sit shiva or not? So the Gemara says, Allah and Sanhedrin, the Gemara says that no, they don't sit Shiva. There's no availus on somebody who was killed rightfully according to the halachas of Bezin. Why? Because he, he did, whatever, I don't know exactly the, the Havana, but probably because he deserves to die, because you know, that's not necessarily a sad event. The Vera was a sad event, not the death. Maybe something like that. I don't know exactly. But the Radal says that if that's true, so then, it should be the same halacha by Aninus. You're not going to be considered an Oynan if a person dies al pi Hashem. If Hashem said you should kill, if Hashem told the Ramavinu, you should shech Yitzchak, right? So that's not going to make him a din of Oynan because Hashem said he should die. So therefore, it's not an Avelos. There's no reason to be an Oynan. That, that's another point that the Radal says. So according to that, you have another answer. How is Avraham Avinu going to be back with him after he shechted him, even if he's not a Kayin Gadol? You could say that, that a person who dies al-Pi Hashem, there's no Din Aninus. That's one Nukuda that the, the Radal says. Then the Radal brings a Raya to Gezayis Ranan Yusayi. The Radal brings a Raya from the Rikanti. We mentioned last week already that the Rikanti says, and other later from said this as well, the Rikanti says that Akedis Yitzchak happened in Yom Kippur. Yeah. So now the halacha is that all the avoida in the base of English on Yom Kippur, Pashtus, we'll see, we'll see exactly in a minute, but all the avoida in the base of English on Yom Kippur has to be done by the Kayin Gadol. So the question is, if a Kedis Yitzchak was on Yom Kippur, so how can if I'm to do the avoida? Ah, he's not a Kayin Gadol. So the answer is, oh, he was a Kayin Gadol. That's, that, 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 that's the, the Radal, even though we just said before that he has two kashas on the Zayisrana, here he sort of goes in a different direction and he brings a riot to the Zayisrana, because a kid is just like happened in Yom Kippur and the Vedas kosher only with a Kayin Gadol in Yom Kippur. But that's the Radal's That's the discussion of the Radal. I, I spoke once a whole Arichas about this, if Avraham Avinu had a Din Kaindal by my Siam a few years back on Sachas Chulim. But I'll just say over one, one or two Nukudas that have to do with this. I saw a Kasha once like this. I saw this in the Sefer called Kravitz Iyuna Parsha. It said, the it brought down the following Kasha. It says, Okay, well, let's say it like this. There's a halacha that in order for food to become susceptible to ritual impurity, to be mekabal tumah, so the halacha is that the food has to touch liquid. That's the Lashon of Pasuk in Parashashmini. So that tells us that only if mayim or liquid t- touches a food, then it can become tameh. But if a liquid doesn't touch the food, it, does, it can't become Tomei Tumas Eichel. That's Allah Chadaraisa. Now, what is considered a liquid in regard to this halacha of rendering a food susceptible to Tumah? So the Mishnah of Mishachas Machshirin says that there's seven liquids that render a food susceptible to Tumah. 
Now, I once saw this in the Chassidish Sefer many years ago. The, uh, it's a very Gishmaka trick. How to remember what the seven liquids are. And basically, he says that the seven liquids are connected to the seven Yamim Taivim of the year. So I'll say it over like, in that way, so it's easier to remember. I'll say it like this. Rosh Hashanah is honey. Yom Kippur is dew. Because we'll see, dew has to do with Tchiyas Amesim, and Yom Kippur is like a din of Tchiyas whatever. We'll talk about that at a different time. Sukkis is water. Hanukkah is oil. Purim is wine. Pesach is blood. And Shavuos is milk. So those are the, those are the seven liquids that render food susceptible to tumor. Right? So we said that blood is one of the seven liquids that renders food susceptible to tumor. Now, the Gemara in the Sechus says that blood of a carbon that falls on food, that doesn't make the food susceptible to tumor. It's not Mechabal Tumor if blood from a carbon falls on it. Right? Why? Because the reason why blood is mekab- it allows a food to become Mechabal Tumor is because blood is like water. Why? Because it says about blood, don't eat blood, rather pour it on the floor like water. So blood that's poured on the floor like water, so that you're, you're, that that is like what that type of blood is like water. So therefore, it allows uh, food to become mekabel tumah. But blood that's not poured on the floor like water, for example, blood of a carbon, which you don't pour the flo- the blood on the floor like water. Rather, you take the blood and you use it for the avodas carbonus. So you do the zrika or whatever other things they do with the blood, kabbalah zrika, etc. So that type of blood doesn't matter because it's not like mine. Yeah, that's a Gemara Chulam. So the question is like this. If that's true, blood, okay, so we're saying a halacha that blood that is blood that is of a carbon is not like Mayim and is therefore not, does not allow something to become Tami. Doesn't allow food to become Tami. Fine. That's the issue. Yeah? So the Kasha that I saw in the Unipars is like this. We say in the Piyut, on, I, I'm very into my piyutim today, I don't know. We say in the piyut on Shemini Yetzeres, in Tefillah's Geshem, or Simchas Torah here in Atzisol, Shemini Yetzeres, Simchas Torah, the same day. Right? So we, we say that Hashem should give us water in the zchus of different people. Right? So when we talk about Yitzchak, we say that Hashem should give us water in the zchus of Yitzchak. So we say the Lashon of the piyut is, Hashem should remember the one who was born with the news of Yukach Mayim, which has to do with the story of the three angels visiting Avraham Avinu's parents. So Yitzchak Avinu's parents, sorry. So we're conjuring the zchus of Yitzchak Avinu, the and you spoke to his parent to shacht him to spill his blood like water that's what it says in the pasuk in the, in the piyot sorry right so the kasha is like this it says in the piyot that Hashem commanded Avram Avinu to slaughter Yitzchak to spill his blood like water wait a second we just said before that 
blood of a carbon is not considered spilled like water because you need the blood for the carbon for, for the weight of the carbon so how can the people say that, that he, he, Hashem commanded Avram to slaughter Yitzhak to spill his blood like water Yitzhak is a carbon a carbon the blood is not spilled like water the carbon the blood is used you hear the cash up? Huh? Yeah, it sounds like it's compared to the other blood. The, the, the type of blood that, that does render things with Kabbal Tumah. Like the Gemara? That's very difficult to say. So I wanted to say, I wanted to say an even bigger Kiddush though. I wanted to say that yes, you are right. Hashem commanded Avram Avinu to slaughter Yitzhak and to spill his blood like water. In what way? I want to say that it could be that, the, or at least the author of this period understood that Hashem was telling of Rabbi Avinu, just Shechtim. Just Shechtim, Vizel. Anything, anything beyond Shechtim, you can't do because you're an That's how I want to answer the Zayas Rana's Kasha. Now he's asking, how can Rabbi Avinu do anything after the Shechita if Yitzhak is dead, so then he's an Oynan, so he can't do, do avoid the Kabbalah. So I'm saying, yes, that's true. That, that's why Hashem only said Shechtim. He didn't, he didn't say, do anything after that. And that's why the Pian is saying that it's like spilling his blood like water. Because, yeah, it's going to be like water. It's just Shechtim, the blood's going to go on the floor. You don't need to use the blood for anything else, and then it's all good. When did they Shechtim? Where? Where? In Lazar. Yeah. 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 Yitzhak was being Shechtim. On the Mizdeh. I hear. So now after Mekara, he was already. He was already there, he's saying. He's already there. That's, that's a very interesting idea. You're asking the question in another way. Yeah. He is saying that he set, no, he, uh, Abba set it up that, that the second he's already shechted, so he's already on the fire, and then he won't have to do anything else. But about the blood. Yeah, there's a halacha that you have to take the blood and put the blood in the karnas and the etc. Yeah, but it, says, it says about the, the, the karnas of that he doesn't have to do with um, sorry, it's not a lot to do with the cut. Uh, uh, he's talking about the Prabhupada, not talking about the spill of blood. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good um, mahalach. We have to think about how, how to exactly use that to, uh, to answer the question completely. Uh, well, this is the Kiddush that I wanted to say. That In a way, it's simplified a little bit. Yeah. It's like it's, you're seeing like the Right. Now I use the same halachas that what, what the, the Haredim were trying to say, they were trying to take all the halachas, the halachas of the basic mikdash, how to shechem an animal, how to carve an animal, how to store the blood, and, and translate into whatever Mavir said, uh, did. Right. What we're doing here is the opposite. We're, we're saying this is a completely new thing, yeah. a different idea. It said, it did, did something that Hashem was, you know, telling him to do. The way Hashem was telling him to do, right. nothing to do with the halachas that we're gonna, you know, further right. on, like, uh, no. I heard. I said, have you guys ever heard of River Fall Shmulevitz? It's called? Um, you ever heard of River Fall Shmulevitz? Was the Shiva in the, in the Mir Yeshiva? He was nifter about a, a, a little bit over a month ago. The Shleshim was on Tuesday. One of the big, big Talmidei Chachamim Baal Midas is Mamish, like a paragon of Midas and the term of Midas Tevis and everything. It's one of the editors of Encyclopedia Talmudus, or Shiva in the Mirror. 
He used to be a Rebbe in Hebron before he came to the mirror. His father was Rishim in the mirror of Chaim Shlavu. Big Tamukhochum, the Difter Ben, a few weeks ago. So, I, uh, I spoke to him a few times in my life. I once had a, he, the story with him was that that's him, he, he, it's a very shtickle sad story. He had ALS, which basically meant that like his body like slowly, slowly just like stopped working each part of his body and then he would eventually lift her. But the interesting thing was that after he started getting sick, so they, 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 he went to America and they did like an experimental treatment on him. And an experimental treatment worked and it reversed the symptoms of ALS. And this was the first time in the history that, they, that the doctors were able to reverse the symptoms of ALS. Like he wasn't able to walk and then he went to America, he had this treatment and he was able to walk afterwards. It's like, it was like mamash amazing. And he went on TV and he was like helping spread awareness. You know, they, now they have like, it's a famous thing in America now that there's an ice, ice bucket challenge. They're trying to spread awareness about ALS. They, like, if you, you make a challenge that either you're going to pour a bucket of ice on top of yourself or you give $10,000 to some charity organization about ALS. But Rufo was very involved in the, trying to, at, at that point when, it, when, when he was uh, getting better from it. And then afterwards, the symptoms started getting worse again, and they weren't able to replicate the treatment or something. And eventually, it was nifter. But uh, so when it was who was the first time of a fall, was starting to to get shvacher. So I was in yeshiva on Sukkos Terra, and he wasn't. He, I guess he wasn't feeling so. We didn't know exactly what was happening at that point. So this was before Renaissance. He was in the even. Uh, so Rufo was like, you know, everyone was dancing, and he was sort of sitting on the side over there. So I figured, oh, this is a good opportunity. I'll go sit down next to him and schmooze with him. So I went there, I sit next to Rufo, and I told him this whole shtickle Terra over there that I, that I told you guys. With the, with the Radal and the Zayis Rana and, and, and my Vor to answer up the Kasha that, of the, the previous year in Parsha that Hashem only commanded him to Shechem and not, not to continue. I didn't say over the, what's it called, the Mishnah Shabbi because I didn't have that safer. I didn't know about it then, but instead over the Shetikul Terah. And I, the way I, I, I don't remember exactly how it went, but I think the way I left it off was with the Radal. The Radal brought a Raya. Like, obviously you understand the connection because we're talking about, it was on Simchas Torah, so it was, I, I was bringing in the Piyot in Simchas Torah, that's the, it wasn't Stam coming from that field. But anyways, so, I, so the last thing we left off was with, with the Radal brought a riot to the Zayis Ranam, because the Radal said that, the Radal said that, the Radal said that, that, that he brought the Rikanti, that the Rikanti said that the Kiddus Yitzchak happened on Yom Kippur, and since Avoida is only kosher on Yom Kippur with a Kohen Gadol, so it must be that Avoida did Kohen Gadol. That's what the, the Radal said. So we, so we were discussing that Raya, is that a Raya or not? So we will fall off the top of his head. But then a Ritva, and it's like Yuma, Dafir, Bezim, and Bez, that the Ritva says that the, there's a, when, they, when we say that all the Avoidas in Yom Kippur are only kosher with a Kohen Gadol, it's not necessarily true exactly the way I just said it. Because he says there's a difference, the Ritos says there's a difference between avoidas that have to do with Yom Kippur and avoidas that have to do with every day of the year. So, for example, every day of the year you bring a carbon tummit. Right? So if you bring a common tummit every day of the year, so when you do the tummit and Yom Kippur, it's not necessarily true that only the Kohen Gadol has to do the tummit and Yom Kippur. That's what the Ritva says. So if you understand like the Ritva, you can answer the Zayi Sarnan's Kasha differently. You could say that this that Avram Avinu was able to do the carbon of Akedah Silslak, even if it's on Yom Kippur, 
would be because Akedis Yitzchak wasn't something that intrinsically has to do with Yom Kippur. It was a special carbon that Hashem said to bring. It happened to be that the day that He wanted you to bring it was Yom Kippur, but it didn't have to do specifically with Yom Kippur itself. That's what Rav Folshlavis said to me. And then I found, I, I, I said that, you know, that's not so posh in itself. The Rambam in Hilchus Avedas Yom Kippurim in Parak Aleph understands, no, every single Aveda that's done in the base Vedash has to be by the Kain Godel. Even the Korban Tomid, even whatever, that's the only Korban that's going to be done that doesn't have to do necessarily with the Seder of the Korban of Yom Kippur, but that also has to be done Dafka with the Kain Godel. So according to that, you would, you would have you have the Radal's Raya to the Zayas Raman. Continuing the story. Amru Malach, so, so we said that Avram Avinu had Yitzhak up there and he's holding the knife and he's about to go and slaughter him. Amru Malach Yashares, the ministering angels said, Rebbeinah Yishalaylam, Master of the Universe, Nekresla Rachum, Vachanun, you are called Rachum, uh, merciful, Vachanun, and gracious. Shirachamecha Akomasecha, because your mercy is upon all of your creations. So the angel said to him, to Hashem, Rachem al Yitzchak, you should have mercy on Yitzchak. Shuhu Adam, because he's a person. Uven Adam, and the son of the person, which the Radal understands, means we're saying, also have Rachmanus on Avraham, we know that he shouldn't have to kill his son. The way the Yaakov Shemani brings on this man, it's, you read it a little bit differently. It says, Rachem al Yitzchak, Shuhu Adam, you should have Rachmanus on Yitzchak, who is a person, and a person is being tied down in front of you, Hashem, like an animal, like a regular kind of animal, and you can let that happen to a person? Adam and a man and animal, Hashem will save. Shinema, as it says in the Pasuk, Your righteousness is like a great mountain. Your justice is very deep. Adam of Hashem. Adam, man and animal, Hashem saves. So Hashem saves everyone. He makes a chashmin and then figures out how to save people. Um, just stam agav. My one of my rabbim does this also. Whenever we he whenever he's learning something and it brings out a pasuk and he has some muster to say about that pasuk, so he says it over. This pasuk, we say this pasuk on Shabbos afternoon by Mincha. There's two things that people say wrong about this pasuk when they read this pasuk in Shabbos afternoon Mincha. First of all, they read it in a way that it's borderline heretical. They read it as Adam of Hashem. Man and animals will save Hashem, which is borderline heretical. You have to read it as Adam of Hashem. Man and animals, you save Hashem. That's how you read it. The animals and the men are not saving Hashem. Hashem saves the animals and the men. What? No, but the way people read it is they say, Adam of Hashem. That means Adam of Hashem saves Hashem. What? Yeah, I don't know. The other Nakuda is that I, I also I was saying this wrong the whole time because I want to bring out this point. The word is not Taishia, the word is actually Saishia. 
If you look, yeah. If you look in, 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 in if you look in a real Tanakh, in a regular Tanakh or or, or good Tehillim, it always says Seishia Hashem without a dot in the Saf. Tehillim Paraklamid Vav Pasuk Zayim. Look in the look in the Tanakh. It says Seishia Hashem. Everyone says Toishia Hashem. I don't know why. All the Sidurim in all the Sidurim it prints it with a dot in the top, even though in the in all the Tanakhs it prints it without a dot in the top. So if anyone knows the answer to this, um, it would be very interesting to know why people do it like that. Okay, let's go back there. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, Kevan Shegiya Hacharev Al Tzavaray. Once the knife came to the neck of Yitzchak Avinu, Parcha V'Yatzon Ishmas Eshel Yitzchak. His soul, or the soul of Yitzchak, flew away and it left his body. Once the knife got to his neck, what the 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 Lashon of the Torah is the sword. Well, wait a second. We're talking about a knife. Why does it say sword? So the Radal, okay, that's an interesting question. I don't have a good answer, but the Radal says an answer. Radal says that it's alluding to another Gemara in Brachos. What? Yeah, the Pasuk says Machalas. A Machalas, I don't know, I, I don't know exactly, the, the word for sword, usually, the word for knife usually is Sakin. Okay. Um, I, 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 I'm not sure if the word Sakin appears anywhere in Tanakh. I, have to, I, have, I would have to research that. But the word Machalas is usually the word in Tanakh for knives. Because machalas means like something that it would literally mean like something an object that prepares food for being eaten, which would, which you say is a knife. That that's how you would literally, super literally translate the word machalas. But here it doesn't say the word machalas or sakin. It says a sword. Why is it a sword? Harbovina <laughs> is not taking a sword and chopping off his son's head. That's not what's happening over here. He's taking a knife. It's not a, there's a difference between a sword and a knife, right? So the Radal says that it's alluding to a Gemara in Bracha Stafiyot. The Gemara, it's a famous Gemara. The Gemara says, Afil Kharav Khada Murach al Tsavaroi Al Yimna Atvay Minarachamim. I think Avram Fried made a song about this. Afil Kharav Khada, even a sharp sword, Murach al Tsavaroi, is resting upon one's neck. He shouldn't withhold himself back from asking Hashem for mercy. Even if there's a sword mamish on a person, a person who's in the worst situation, the most dire straits, he should never give up. Right? What do the rest of us say? A person shouldn't give up from Rachamim, and you should always be, you should always be able to ask Hashem to help you, and you can be saved. You, know, you don't have to give up. So that, that so, so, so the, the Lushin of the Gemara over there is if there's a sword on your neck. So he, Zeradal says that Pekadim Lezer specifically chose the word sword over here, even though we're talking about a knife, to allude to that Gemara. That's an interesting idea. Kevin, Shi Hishmiya, Koilai. Oh, so, so we said that Yitzhak's Neshama left him and flew out or whatever, right? So the question is, why did Yitzhak's Neshama leave him? What happened? So the Pirish Harakech Alatera, over there, I guess in Parshish Vayera, says that the reason why his soul left him is because he was scared. Which, in modern day terms, would say he had a heart attack or something like that. He was very scared. He just, like, he, he just like shut down. Then later on, the Harakech brings a different shot. The, the Kubalim go with this shot more generally. 
is that when Yitzchak was over there by the Kedis Yitzchak, so something opened up in Shemayim, and Yitzchak was able to see certain things in Shemayim that a human being is normally unable to see, and because he saw that, you know, no, one second. Yeah, that because he saw that, he saw the Shekhinah, and that's why he died. So there's two, two ideas over here. I guess like the Pashup shot is that he was scared, and the other shot is that he saw some, some heavenly things or whatever, and then his Neshama went out, and I think we spoke about this before. It actually happens to be this Sefer is the one that talks about this. Um, why is it that if a person sees the Shekhinah, he, he dies? When, when did we speak about this? Um, no, I don't remember where we, where we spoke about this. Maybe in like Parak Mem something last year before Shavuos. I think it was last year before Shavuos. Is it because it's oinish that you're not supposed to see certain things? Means you're not supposed to look at certain things, and if you look at it, you get punished, that you get killed? Or is it a mitzius? The way the way the Rabbi Heshel explains it is that uh, 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 it's a medrash, I think. The medrash says that, it, like a marshal, like if you have a baby calf, yeah, and the baby calf is walking along the street, and what does it see? It sees its mommy. What does it do? It runs over to its mommy, right? So, so too the neshama, the neshama is, you know, a part of Hashem, the it's a part of Hashem, so when the neshama sees some part of the shechina or some part of Hashem that otherwise it doesn't see, so the neshama says, mommy, and it jumps out and wants to go closer to Hashem, and then Mimela, the person, dies. Those are two explanations of um, why if a person sees a shechina, he ends up dying. Yeah, I think I think that was the context that we were discussing it in last year. By the of Dimrus. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how it went, but once once Hashem allowed His voice to be heard from between the two kruvim, which the Radal takes that someone takes that as an expression. I think Dvar Zeus says it. It's more of an expression because there are no Kruvim that Hashem's voice should come out of yet. But we say that Hashem's voice comes out from the Kruvim. So like when Hashem's voice came out and said, Amar said, Don't send your hand, don't send forth your hand upon the lad. So what happened when Hashem called out, The Nefesh of Yitzhak's soul came back to his body. And Avraham Avinu untied him, and Yitzhak was able to stand on his feet, and everything was hunky dory. Right? Was that What? It's an idea. I have to develop it exactly. I'm not sure. Not, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. The, the, those these kruvim represent those malachim. You want to say something like that? The point is that uh, Hashem said, and then the shama of Yitzchak that left him came back into his body. And he stood upon. Avraham Avinu untied him from the mizbech, and he was able to get up, and he stood on his feet. And the Radal says the significance of this 
is that every time we find like first of all in Perikid Aleph when we talk about the Hashem creating Adam Rishon so it says that Hashem Hashem threw Neshama into Adam Rishon's body and then he stood on his feet so you see that the getting the Neshama is not necessarily the completion of the person it's a, you get a Neshama and then you stand on your feet which is interesting because little children when they're first born they have a we would see we would say that they have a neshama but they can't stand on their feet i, I don't know how to, what, the, what the significance of that is but we see over there in perikid aleph that other mission was created and the, the first thing was hashem gave him a neshama and he stood on his feet so the radal says that every time we think about tchias amesim by elisha in malachim bays and by yechezkel i'm saying by yechezkel in, in periklamah zayin in yechezkel in all these places we find Tchiyas Mason and it says, and they stood on their, and they came back to life, and they stood on their feet. So here too, by Yitzhak, it says, he came back to life, and he stood on his feet. Yeah, what were you going to ask? No, I think it's, uh, answer to that, to that question. A baby's created a baby without an incomplete body, like what's incomplete? It's yeah. complete, but not, not able to do things. You know, not yet. And aberration was, was created complete. Like, like a man. He was, he was, he was, no, but what I'm saying is that yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. You're saying that you're, you're saying that in a chanami, a person who's born is not complete yet. No, so the, the truth the truth is that this parak we're gonna finish off the ten tests of Avram Vinu. Next parak is talking is gonna talk about Yitzchak. And then two program, the next two programs afterwards are all about Tchias Mason. So like it, it goes off on a tangent from over here about we're talking about Tchias Mason. The, the Perak Lamed Gimel and Lamed Dalet are all about Tchias Mason and all different things about Tchias Mason. So hopefully we'll get to see all kinds of interesting things that have to do with Tchias Mason. Okay, let's go back. V'ra'a Yitzchak Tchias Mason in the Torah. From this Yitzchak Avinu saw that Tchias Mason is true from the Torah. And Marzu asks, we mean from the Torah. When you see that he sees it, you don't see it from the Torah. You see that Tchiyat Samesim is an actual concept. When you see that it's Minat Torah. Not sure exactly what that means. The other Mepharshim brings down, there's a different Gersa. There's V'yoda Yitzchak Shekol Hamesim Asidim L'chayez. Yitzchak knew from here, he saw that just like he was, he died and came back to life. So everyone else who dies is going to come back to life. He understood the idea of Tchiyat Samesim. No, Baiza Godel says that, that, that this has to do with Mais Avasim and Nobanim. That Yitzhak was reasoning that if I'm one of the others and I died and came back to life, so my descendants, even when they're going to die, they're also going to come back to life. Mais Avasim and Nobanim. Baiza Shah Pasach Omar, at that moment, Yitzhak Avinu opened his mouth and he said, Baruch Atu Hashem, Mechayei Hamesim. Blessed art thou Hashem. The one who brings to life those who are dead. So if, if, if we're following, we had in Perek Chav um, Vav, in the end of Perek Chav Vav, we said that Avram Avinu said, Baruch Hashem, Mogain Avraham. In the end of Perek Chav, sorry, Chav Zayin. In the end of Perek Chav Zayin, Avram Avinu said, Baruch Hashem, Mogain Avraham. In the end, now here in Perak Laman Aleph, we're saying that Yitzchak said Mechayei Hamesim. So if we think about it, we see that the first two, the first brachas in Shemana the first one is Kenegin Avram. 
because Mogin Avram, it's like explicit over there. The second one is Mechayei HaMesim, which is connected Yitzchok, because Yitzchok died and came back to live, and we see that Yitzchok was the one, seems that Yitzchok was the one who was Mesakin. The Radal brings another interesting idea over here from the Shibali Aleket and the Sefer Tanya Rabasi from the Italian Rishonim. They bring down a medrash that says that when Yitzchok was put al Gabi Hamizbeach, so he became he became um, ashes, and his ashes were somehow miraculously thrown over Har Hamayria, and a Kaddish Baruch who gathered the ashes and put on it tal chermain. Uh, a dew that will bring him back to life, and then from that, we said before, the dew has to do with bringing him back to life. That's why we daven for Morid Atal in the bracha of Mechayim Mesim. Right? And then that, and then, and then Yitzchak Avinu came back to life, and the Malachi Shores said about this, Baruch Hashem Mechayim So in in the Medrash they bring down, the Ritzal brings down from these people. It says, not that Yitzchak said Mechayei HaMesim, but that the, these angels said Mechayei HaMesim. How long did it take? What? This was, it seems, from the, from the continuation, it seems like this happened like Mamish, like on, on the spur, like Mamish on the moment. I heard, I heard one message once, I remember, I can't remember where. What, that he was in Ganadin for two years? Two years, yeah. we'll speak about that, but as the Hashem in the next part. But the other Nakuda was that uh, okay, so he said, he, the Radal wants to say that according to this message, Yitzchak was burnt because we're talking about ashes of Yitzchak, etc. Um, and he says that in, in Chazal we talk about the ashes of Yitzchak in a few different places. The, the Chazal discussed the ashes of Yitzchak, which is a concept that has to do with Hashem remembering a kid as Yitzchak. And the Radal wants to say that it could be those places, it's not, it's Lav Dafka. It doesn't literally mean the ashes of Yitzchak, rather, it means the ashes of the ram that Avram Avinu brought instead of. Being Makriv Yitzchak, which Be'ezer Hashem we will learn about in the continuation of the parak next week. Okay. Any questions? According, according to uh, the, the, the second measure that Rizal brings, yeah. Um, when the, also, like, also the, the moment of the, the Yitzchak Avinu, his neshama left his body. There's also, did, did you check if there's also this, this uh, moment that the, the, the neshama left the body before, before the, the, um, that, I'm not sure. Okay. I, I don't. I don't know if we have those midrashim. All right. Let's look. Didn't we learn the last week? What?